This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's mini-sode. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Here you go. My what? favorite murder. My favorite murder. The mini The mini-sode. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great. This is... We know the name of it. Uh-huh. We know to tell it to you at the yeah. top. Well, I know my name's Georgia. And I know my name's Karen. And that's all you need to you And if you know. thought the names were reversed from the faces, that's your fucking problem. We don't want to hear about it and anymore. And guess what? You're not alone. Most people it's, freak we, out. We've heard it over... <laughs> 800,000 mm-hmm. times It's common practice That's right Also yes Go to shows by yourself And also yes Dress up for things If you feel like Dressing up for them And that's all the news That's needed to print Good night San Diego Stay classy <laughs> Okay the first This first one uh-huh. The subject line is The SWAT team Invaded my band practice Yay <laughs> Dear Karen Georgia Stephen and Associates I live about ha- uh, Half An hour outside of Cleveland in a town where not much happens, usually all caps. Mm -hmm. Here's some necessary background information. My high school was positioned remarkably close to a Motel 6 with only a patch of forest separating the properties. That seems wrong. The scariest patch of land in all of the... I feel like motels shouldn't be allowed near schools. Or forests. (laughs) Forests worse so, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone from out of... They do what they do in the motel, and then they go hide in the forest about it. Listen, no shame if that's all you can afford. Just don't stay near a fucking high school. And stop doing creepy shit in the forest. (laughs) All right, so... Oh, the first line is all right. All right, so my marching band would have to practice in the middle of the school day to rehearse for football games and competitions. Mm -hmm. And on this particular day, it was nice enough to practice on the football field. My directors would stand at the top of the bleachers to get a good view of our forms and such. And we would often look to them for critiques and directions. About halfway through our practice, we were playing through our show when we noticed one of the directors sprinting down the bleachers. Imagine how dangerous that is to run oh, down bleachers. Teeth gone. Oh. Just face first. Just my ankle would roll the second my foot took off. A hundred percent. And disappearing. Strange. <gasps> we kept playing as we had not been instructed to stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> the next thing we knew, at the literal corner of our eyes, we see tons of police cars <gasps> speeding into the parking lot and a literal SWAT team running through the bleachers. At this point, the other director cuts us off as a SWAT team member whispered in her ear. <laughs> oh, my God. Hot. She got on the megaphone and said, um, everyone, just please go inside right now. I need you to run. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh-huh. We were very confused and totally freaked out. So we did as we were told and picked up our instruments and sprinted inside. Leave your instrument. <laughs> Save the trombone. <laughs> my murdering herself looking back the whole way to see uh, to try to see what was happening. Once we'd all made it back inside, the directors told us that a man who committed double homicide a few towns over <gasps> and had been on the run for over a month had been staying at the Motel 6. Oh. Police got word of his location, and when the murderer heard them coming, he ran 
across the woods and was hiding behind the bleachers, all caps, the whole time no. we were practicing. He loved music. <laughs> he loved a band he marching. Lo- he loves the song Tusk <laughs> and all the different ways it's played. Mm. The whole arrest happened so fast that the students inside were taken out of lockdown very quickly, but we were out in the open the whole fucking oh, time. Oh, no. No one ended up getting hurt. No shots were fired. We did get a lot of attention that afternoon, being the only group of students with any intel of the incident, which which, as band nerds, was pretty cool. Yeah. Stay sexy and don't keep playing your clarinet if you see law enforcement raiding the stadium. Nikki. But why did the one guy run? First guy. Run. First guy probably ran to see what was happening. Okay, he wasn't like leaving the students in the dust and being like, goodbye. He was like a, the coward of the group. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to save myself. Fuck you, nerds. I would love that if that was like, that was actually the fo- football coach that had just gone up to tell the band leader something and then he sees the SWAT team and screams and yeah, cries and like, runs away. Save yourselves and your trouble. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. Okay, this is from my cousin, Eliza Spear, who's a singer-songwriter. She just put it out a new single. I'm fucking supporting her. And I was like, yo, I know your mom knows a murderer. Get her to tell me your story. Oh, nice. Plug so, your shit. Yeah, pl- it's a plug and play. <laughs> yeah, Go for it. That's how it works. She's a darling, and I love her, and she's an incredible musician. Anyways, okay, Eliza says, Hello, here is my mom's murder story. <laughs> In 1991, my mom landed a job at Peterson Publishing after college, which published several car magazines. In her first year working with Peterson, Charlie Rathburn, a car photographer, would come in and give his photographs <gasps> to my mom. Uh, my mom eventually left the company because she felt uh, the objectification of women by one of the magazine's swimsuit issue was wrong and she didn't want her name associated with that. My cousin Nancy is a fucking saint. That's cool. Love her. Four years later, and I wrote about this dude in the book. This is insane. Four years later, at another part of the city, Linda Sobeck was a 27-year-old swimsuit model who was formerly a cheerleader for the Raiders. She was known by her friends as the fabric that kept them all together, and she was well-liked by the majority of people around her. She was on the phone to her mother on Thursday, November 16th, 1995, when she cut the conversation short, saying she needed to go to a daytime shoot, and she would call her mother back after that. Her mother never got the call, and it was then that they began to worry. Uh, A road worker in the Angeles National Forest found photos of Sobek in the trash, along with a Lexus receipt signed by Charlie Rathburn, the Mm. photographer, Mm -hmm. showing permission to loan the Lexus for the shoot. The police had their first lead. They approached Rathburn in his Hollywood home. He was drunk and threatening to kill himself, and once in custody, he confessed to killing Sobek. Rathburn led police 25 miles north of Los Angeles in the Angeles National Forest, where he had buried Sobek days before. He told the police he had accidentally struck her with a car during a photo shoot for Auto Week magazine, and that he panicked and hid her body out of fear. Fucking bullshit. Uh-huh. Uh, the story seemed far-fetched, and the investigators didn't believe it. The autopsy revealed no broken bones and no traumatic injuries that would come from being hit by a car. During the trial, he changed his story, saying that he strangled Sobek when an argument got out of hand. The trial found him guilty of first-degree murder and sexual assault, and he was sentenced to life in prison, and he still resides in a California institution for men today. He's 60 years old. My mom told me that every time he would deliver photographs to her, he didn't show any emotion. She says it was as if he was a robot. Quote, he would say nothing. He would just walk in, stand in front of my desk, and hand me his photos in their sleeve and just walk away. No greeting, no smile. And my cousin Nancy was like really cute, you know? So maybe, I don't know. 
Uh, there you go. Let me know if you need any more information or anything of that nature. There was also a murder in front of my house about six months ago. That is a crazy story. <laughs> if you want to hear about that one, it was a brother and sister stabbing kind of ordeal that ended in front of my house. Crazy shit. Talk soon, Ooh. Eliza. What? <laughs> You better talk to her very soon. I know. I'm like, okay, give me that one too. Why is she saying brother-sister stabbing ordeal like it's something that we all know about? Truly. I'll kill her myself. You know how that goes <laughs> when you stab your brother or sister in an ordeal. Eliza. Eliza. Right. Eliza Spear, check her out on Spotify. We'll have to we'll have to get that. The Lin- that it's Linda Sobek, right? Yeah. Um, that is a very that all of the uh, true crime shows have covered that story because yeah. she is the classic, like beautiful blonde uh, LA, you know, actress model yeah. that gets murdered. And she, ha- I write it's in the book in one of my stories. That's I should have been killed in it, but uh, she would never go alone on shoots. Like that was a rule. But she had had lunch with him that day and was like, he seems fine, and went like broke her own rule. Right. And so she's like, he yeah. seems like a robot. <laughs> He's, Perfect. That'll be, that's very safe. Yeah. First, do no harm. That poor baby. Okay. There's no subject line on this one. What? Hey, guys. I was backpacking through Thailand last month and met a German tourist who shared a story with me that I thought you'd appreciate. My new German friend was out swimming one day in Koi Fi Fi. That's sure. a full guest. Sure. Um, or Koi Fi Fi. Oi <laughs> bay. <laughs> Cover all your bases. This is an island on the south end of Thailand. Um, somewhat later in the evening, uh, suddenly a lady on the beach started shouting about a person floating out in the water that appeared to be drowning. This person was floating just past the buoy line, indicating the end of the designated swim zone. I guess my new German friend had some previous lifeguarding experience and decided to be the hero and swim out to rescue him. Mm-mm. When he finally reached the person in the water, he realized that they were blue. Oh. Yes, blue. And had a large gouge out of their forehead. Oh my God. The person he had swum out to save was actually a corpse and appeared to have been dead for some time. Oh my God. The German guy dragged the body into shore upon further inspection of the corpse, realized he knew the guy. No. Yes, this man was on one of his tour groups only two days earlier. The authorities were called um, and it was extrapolated that his was... Oh, that he was struck in the head by a boat while swimming outside the beach's designated swim zone. Hope you enjoyed the story. Stay sexy and don't swim past the buoy line. Casey. Oh, man. Isn't that nuts? That's maybe one of the nutsest we've had. That's, That's so nuts. And what a weird feeling because... You only know that person two days worth, yeah. but you also know them enough as a person yeah. to be like, holy g- good God. And what a bummer way to go, man. Hopefully it was fast. Yeah. And hopefully the boating person didn't know that he had just done that oh. and then just kept boating away oh. into the fucking sunrise set. Did you, sorry, did yes. you see there's a sidebar art, uh, article discussion? They just discovered... <laughs> Wait, what? They just discovered a shark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. What's, what's it going to be? They just discovered a shark in Greenland that's 400 years old. No. Yes. And Stephen, please find the picture because it doesn't have any teeth and its eyes are kind of like, what? It's like, like someone <laughs> kill me, please. Yeah. It looks it looks like a cartoon of a worried shark. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Just oh. thinking of like horrible ocean things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also some great things happening oh, in the ocean. An too. old man shark. Should, Let me see. I've seen it. There's one picture that's 
from the teeth, you oh, can see the mouth. He's like, enough already. It's a woman, of course. She's like, enough already. <laughs> she's like, kill me now. Like 300 years ago, I was done with this shit. She's like, no, I can't join Tinder. Yeah, this water tastes like gasoline. <laughs> this is, can I get out of here? I was, I swam around oh with everything. God. Isn't that the best? She's like, Trump's president. Let me fucking leave this world already. Let me leave. Where's the one where, there's one where it literally looks like someone went and pulled every tooth out of her mouth. How cute would a shark without teeth be? Like you could, like it's like a snake without venom. You'd it, be like, oh, you're gonna bite me? Oh. I know. Oh, you gum my arm. <laughs> you my, funny oh, little you want thing. some applesauce? <laughs> Scratch, you're scratching this shark. 400 years That's old though. bananas. Well, the, the sharks are aliens. Up, Steven brought up sharks <laughs> with human teeth. Because <laughs> it was, I think it was, uh, I forget, it was the Shark Tank murder in Australia. Yes. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. We, yes. show, we like threw one of these up on right. the stage. Just for fun. The best. <sighs> listen, they're aliens. It's crazy. <laughs> look, look, listen. Okay, this is called My Mom Tried to Hire a Crime Scene Photographer for Our Wedding Photography. <laughs> Which normally I wouldn't tell you this, like the subject line to yes. ruin it, but it's just so funny. It's so good. I don't even need to read you the rest of it, really. <laughs> Hi, ladies, Stephen and Fur Associates. Here's a quick little fun slash creepy story. Thanks to my wonderfully odd mutter. mutter. <laughs> wow. Hello, mutter. Hello, mutter. Uh, last year, I was busy planning my wedding. Turns out you have to hire a wedding photographer close to a year before the wedding. <sighs> Who's supposed to know this? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> I fucking agree. Uh, I was, and I was running out of options. Whilst in the midst of stress and frustration, Frustration, I asked my mom for help. She earnestly asked one of her oldest friends, let's call him Stephen, to be our <laughs> photographer. Stephen used to be the police commissioner for Western Australia and had an esteemed career in homicide investigation. Oh, great. Okay. I responded quite confused. I didn't know Stephen was a photographer, to which my mother earnestly and extremely casually replied, well, he used to be a crime scene photographer, the police, for the police, you know, photographing dead bodies and that kind of thing. <laughs> he took the photos at our wedding, too, and for someone who's used to photographing dead bodies, he photographed live ones pretty well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I didn't end up hiring Stephen as our photographer, but oh. looking back, I kind of regret it. Not many people live to tell the tale that they were photographed by a homicide photographer. Yes. SSDGM, Emma. Emma, these are the things we have to grab onto in life. We're not aiming for perfection. We're aiming for pictures that have a good story behind That's them. That's right. That's all you want. My fucking wedding photographer was on acid for most of my wedding. So imagine looking through George's wedding album. They are trippy. It's a joy. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of patterns. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash 
slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines and June's journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Okay, here's my last one. Um, I think I won't read you the subject line. Okay. Just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the not knowing. Okay, good. Hi, all, including Stephen and Pets. Uh, pl- uh, please allow me a moment to share one of the most embarrassing moments of my teaching career thus far. Yes, please. Uh, please support teachers. Los Angeles teachers oh. are on strike right now. And uh, I think one of the main things they're striking for is smaller class sizes, but all teachers should be paid more. It's a travesty how little teachers get paid. It's yes. also very sexist. Yeah, it is and because it's fucking the majority are female. It's totally a feminism fucking cause. It, it absolutely is. And, and on top of that, um, what they do, it's in people's minds very easy to get it, let it releg- be relegated to this is like some kind of advanced babysitting. No. These people are raising your children. They're raising your children. They're making their future what it's going to be. And if you can't, um, like, 
please try to figure out if there's any support groups in your area to support teachers to pay for school lunches, to pay for supplies. But if you live in the Los Angeles area and there's a strike fund that you can donate money to, they would really help a lot of people because people are, I mean, this it's getting so serious. Yeah. A hundred percent. Sorry. (laughs) There. And there, there I said it. Okay. I spent a few lovely years as a music teacher and a choir director at a smallish Catholic school. Part of my job was taking my 35 middle school choir students on a big overnight trip every year. It was always spectacularly stressful. And I spent most of the year worried about it. My, um, my last year there, I took the kids to New Orleans. Luckily, my principal was kind enough to hire a friend of hers Mm. as the travel agent. And he planned all of our excursions, Mm -hmm. lodging, and travel big load off me (laughs) our second day there we finished most of our stuff for the day including my sweet kids singing for the local church service directly after we were booked on what the travel agent had described as a quote haunted museum tour oh no i thought it sounded neat and figured it would be just spooky enough for a group of sixth to eighth graders we all get off the bus and go inside and the tour takes us up into a little apartment and y'all It was not a haunted museum. It was a tour of the actual real-life apartment where Zach Bowen (gasps) killed, dismembered, and cooked the body of his girlfriend. Oh, I took a bunch of 11 to (gasps) 13-year-olds, 11 to 13-year-old religious children to a murder house. The tour included seeing the kitchen and fridge where he cooked her and the bathtub where she was dismembered. It's not even a historical murder. It's like a recent, really sad, awful mental illness. Fuck. Who put that on a tour? Nobody. Um, One of my... uh, so they saw the kitchen, fridge, and bathtub. Mm-hmm. One of my my overdramatic choir girls claimed she heard something whisper her name no. and spent the rest of the evening crying about it while one of the workers in the voodoo shop downstairs comforted her. <laughs> and then just a separate line, it was a weird night. Stay sexy, and I don't know, please just Google the itinerary destinations next time. <laughs> Michaela. Uh, I feel like if, if Vince hadn't stepped in as our tour manager, that's basically what our tours would be like. <laughs> and it would be like, why are we here? What's up, everybody in the tour voodoo shop? That's right. It would just have gone downhill. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Isn't that... Uh, I wonder if any murderinos were made that day, though. Yeah. I mean, you know that you know a couple's uh, eyes were sparked where they were just yeah. like, "Wait, sorry, what is this?" I just can't help as as a as a not popular kid when I was younger, the girl who's crying and needs all the attention because she heard someone whisper her name. I kind of want to smack her in the face. <laughs> yes or no? Like, oh, shut uh, up, Cecilia. Like, well, as the girl who grew up telling Cecilia to shut up to her face, <laughs> yes, I agree with you, 100%. Cecilia. Nobody, there's no such thing as ghosts. Shut up. Also, just crying, you have to save crying at school for when it's an advanced situation. Mm -hmm. If you cry because you think you hear someone whisper your name and you're kind of generally scared, that's a boy that cries wolf situation. You're going to play that card out. No one will care. You're the crier. Don't be the crier. Save it. Save the crying for when it really matters. Right. Aliens, for example. Or a dance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Is there a story there? Okay. (laughs) This is called Unexpected Visitor. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and pets. Today I was listening to a hometown where a woman walked back into her apartment after doing laundry to find someone chilling behind her door. Mm. This reminded me of a fun story I could share from my time at grad school at the University of South Dakota. During my second year, I was working on my finals for the spring semester. I hadn't locked my door because I was expecting a friend of mine to come over later that night to hang out. Then she writes, I know, very stupid. It's not. 
You're fine. You're fine. While at my computer in the living room, I heard the door open and someone walk in. I turned around at my desk to say hello when I realized <laughs> this was not my friend, oh. but a complete stranger who had just walked into my apartment. This guy was about six feet tall and muscular as hell, not to mention high as balls. Oh, no. He casually walked through the apartment, sat down on my couch across from my desk and pulled out a pipe. He looked at me and said, hey, what's up? <laughs> Recognizing that glazed over look in his eyes, I decided that freaking out at him may not be my best option. So I calmly responded, not much, you? He said he was good. And then he offered me a hit off his pipe. I respectfully declined (laughs) since I needed to, quote, focus on my finals. After a few minutes passed of us sitting there in complete silence, I asked if he needed anything. He politely responded, no, stood up and started looking through my apartment. About this time, the friend that I was expecting walked th- walked through the door. He saw the guy f- rifling through some of my stuff and did a, cu- a couple double takes between the stranger and me. Regard- reading the room pretty well, he looked at me without speaking and gave me the who the fuck is this look. <laughs> and I responded with a no fucking idea look. My friend calmly walked by the stranger to sit on the couch. The stranger then offered my friend a hit. And he declined as well. <laughs> Finally, after what must have been about 15 more minutes of silence and snooping, the guy seemed to get bored of the situation and said, I'm out of here. He grabbed his pipe and also one of my large textbooks that was sitting on the coffee table <laughs> and shoved them down the back of his sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> he then waved goodbye and walked out of the door. We watched him walk away from my balcony with a weird gait that I assume was to try to prevent the textbook from slipping farther into his crack. (laughs) After he was far enough away, I looked around the apartment to see if he'd grabbed anything else. Not that there was much to find since I was a poor as fuck grad student, but he only took the book. To this day, I have no idea who that guy was or why he decided to grab a giant textbook of stage lighting from one of my theater classes. (laughs) But I hope that he got a couple bucks off off a half-price books or something to buy some more weed or a backpack for his next heist. (laughs) Stay sexy and lock your damn door, you stupid college student, Natalie. Whoa. (laughs) It's that thing when, when Vince is leaving and he... He'll yell, you know, we live in an apartment complex, so there's like a hallway. He'll yell, I'm not locking the door and closes the door. And I'm like, you just let everyone in the fucking building know that the door is not locked and someone's in the house. <laughs> just like a bandit around the corner like, oh, I was going to go over there, but I'm going over here Finally. now. Finally, That's the weirdest thing, too, is that guy could have been a, a graduate student with her. Right. Like that guy could just have hit like taken some weird pot that was actually angel dust and yeah. been on a whole different like. Or he could have been like, he could have thought it was his friend's apartment and tried to play it off. But he was like, the girl who was there acted like she knew me. So I had to stick around. Yeah. And then I just stole a book because I'm high. Yeah. And then that book looked really nice. Yeah. And so I put it in my sweaty (laughs) underpants. I put it down my butt. Ew. (laughs) College is hard in so many ways. Not just because of finals, I'm assuming. I've never had one. I don't know. I couldn't. Yeah. I've never never had a finale on college. Never participated in any of those kind of testing situations. And I never studied. I just didn't care. No, I remember the day I quit college was a night we all got together to like for history final studying and I hadn't read one page of the book (laughs) and I was just sitting there and I was just like this thing that turned in me where I was like I'm not doing this it's like oh I don't belong here no who am I who did I think I was going to be outside of high school who and also what what are they doing I was just looking at my friends like what is the what your goal I don't get what any of us are doing you got to have that goal and I just never had any 
I didn't have the vision. I didn't have the eye of the tiger. <laughs> and look at us now. We got, we basically got life LASIK. LASIK <laughs> and now we have a we vision. We have permanent tiger eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, send us your, just any fucking story. It's yeah. funny. It's interesting. Send it to my favorite murder at Gmail. And like, thank you guys. You're the, you're the best. Yeah. You keep on providing us with, us with so much great content. All That's we right. have to do is read it. I love it. It's the best. Stay <laughs> sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, do you want a cookie? Mwah! <laughs>